Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everybody. Shalom. Come on in. It is Monday night, which means it is time to command your day. And to command your week with the power of prayer. Come on in, everybody, everywhere, and speak to me as you come in. When you share, people get saved. And so I want you to make sure that you do that. Come on in and share on every platform. Let's go, let's go. Denver, good to see you. Jacksonville, good to see you. Come on in, everybody, on every platform. Let me know where you're watching from. God bless you and shalom to you. Shalom is a word we use in harvest. It means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. Alabama, welcome. Is that UK? What flag is that? Good to see you. Can you join? Sure. Come on in. We're, we're live right now. Let's go. Can I get somebody over here on TikTok to type text harvest to 55498? Somebody to do that over here on IG. You're going to simply type text harvest to 55498 so I can pin it on either of those platforms so people can connect with us and get our app. Our app is the best way to stay connected. Guys, uh, I see Tucson. I see Illinois. I see Delaware. I see Missouri. Um, Bishop, the volume up, I can't hear you. Uh, I think mate, that might just be yours. You may want to turn your volume up. Uh, it doesn't tell me your name. It just says Facebook user. Denver, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Valdosta, good to see you. Thank you over here on TikTok. Uh, Aurora, good to see you. Kenya, welcome. Denver, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tulsa, Oklahoma, welcome. Come on in, everybody, everywhere. Aurora, good to see you. Sandy Springs, it's ATL. Good to see you. Jersey City, <clears throat> over on TikTok. Florida, Arizona, Chicago, Kenya again. All right, let's go, Kenya, Atlanta. Let's go. Come on in, everybody. Let's go. I missed two days and I feel so out of the loop. Glad to be back. Uh, come on, glad that you are back. Do you have your volume on? Do I have my volume on? I do, I do, I do. Uh, if you can hear me, give me a thumbs up. Give me a thumbs up. New York City, welcome. Little Rock, good to see you. Let's go, Aurora, Colorado. Good to see you. Come on in, everybody, everywhere on every platform. All right, um, give me a thumbs up over there on Facebook and YouTube if you can hear me. Give me that thumbs up. Let me know. Okay, good. We're good. So if if you can't hear me, well, you can't hear me telling you to do this, but I turn your volume up. All right, listen, Boston. Come on, Boston. Um, listen. Uh, prayer is going to be powerful as it always is. We gather together um, every Monday night uh, for one hour to pray. Why one hour? And a couple of weeks ago, I did, did a little different, did a little shorter. But why do we focus on, on one hour? Because when Jesus was in his most defining moment in Matthew chapter 26, he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And in the Garden of Gethsemane, he asked Peter, James, and John, three of them, to pray with him. He said, could you not pray with me for one hour? It was a defining moment. And hear me, there's something about an hour of power. Can you release that in the comments? An hour of power. There's something about dedicating one hour. You got it? Perfect. Okay, perfect. You're good. Um, there's something about an hour of power that changes your trajectory, changes your life. And in Matthew 26, here's something that Jesus says. Three times he prays that this cup that he was going to have to drink from would pass from him. What is the cup? The cup was that he was going to have to be crucified. He was going to be beaten, his beard ripped out, a crown of thorns put on his head, pierced in his side, nails in his hands, nails in his feet. <clears throat> and they were going to beat his back, 39 stripes 
He asked, could this cup pass for me? And in the middle of that hour of power, the Bible says, Jesus said, nevertheless, which means there's something that turns on the inside of you when you learn to pray for one hour. There's something that shifts on the inside of you that takes you from the lesser to the greater. And that's why we focus on an hour. Why do we call it command your day, command your week? Because in Job, uh, the Bible says when Job is going through a rough moment, a rough time, he's mad at God, he's angry at God, he's frustrated with God. The Lord responds to Job out of a whirlwind, out of a storm, the Bible says. And the Lord says to Job, have you commanded the day and told the morning to know its place? In other words, there was a two-sided conversation going on. Job was being checked by God because God was saying, Joe, um, tell me where you were when I was doing all of this. But then the flip side of what God was saying to Job is, Joe, you have authority to command the day. You have authority. The Bible says in Isaiah, command the work of my hands. Numbers 14, 28, I will give you exactly what I heard you say. Genesis 126, let us make man in our image. We are made in the image and the likeness of God. What is God? He's a speaking spirit. What are we doing when we pray? We're speaking. And what are we speaking? We're speaking spirit. Well, what does this mean? That when we speak it, you may speak it in Denver, you may speak it in Atlanta, you may speak it in Miami, you may speak it anywhere, but spirits are not landlocked, which means you can pray in one city and change some in another city. Y'all better come on here. I'm giving you revelation before we go in. You can pray on one day and change something that's in the past, change something that's in the present, and change something <clears throat> that's in the future. Uh, you got to hear me. So when we pray, uh, we are literally taking command of the day. We're getting in command of the week. We're getting a hold of the week before the week gets a hold of us. We're getting a hold of the day before it gets a hold of us. All right, let's pray. Father, we honor you and we bless you, sir. Thank you for this day. This is the day that you have made and we shall rejoice and be made glad in it. God, we thank you for the privilege that we have to be able to pray. Tonight, God, I pray that you would give us the tongue of the learned, as Isaiah says, that you would speak to us, that we would pray exactly what needs to be prayed. Prayer invites heaven to invade and interfere with the affairs of the earth. Every time we pray, we invite you in. So we invite you into our lives. We invite you into every situation that we're in. We invite you into every circumstance that's in our lives. We invite you into everything. And we ask that you would interfere. What does this mean? That you would get in the midst. We ask that you would invade. This means that you would take over, God, and do what only you can do. And for that, we tell you thank you tonight. Father, we ask that you forgive us for our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly, God. Forgive us for iniquity, which is generational sin that has been passed down and around. We ask that you forgive us, God, uh, for transgression. This is where we willfully deviated from what we knew to be true. And God, we ask that you forgive us for sin, which literally means to miss the mark or to make a mistake. We thank you that we are forgiven tonight in the name of Jesus. So we can be bold according to Proverbs 28. You can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. And God, we thank you that you're the God of Philippians 419, where you are the God that supplies every need. And need is not just monetary. God, sometimes we need to know what to say. Sometimes we need to know what to do. Sometimes we need to know what to pray. Sometimes we need to know where to go. Sometimes we need to know how to handle something. Sometimes we need to know what not to respond to. Sometimes we need to know what to respond to. Sometimes we need to know who to cut off. Sometimes we need to know who to let in. God, you are the God that meets every need. Thank you, God, that you meet our needs. Come on here. You are the God that meets our needs. And whatever we need, you're the God that supplies it. You are Jehovah Shammah. You're the God of abundant supply. You are Jehovah Sabaoth. That's the God that fights for us. You are Jehovah Jireh. That is the Lord, our provider. You are the God that meets our needs. And for that, we give you glory and we tell you thank you. And over these next, God, 52 minutes, guide us. Over these next 52 minutes, don't just let us speak to you. But God, you respond and you speak to us. Your word says that your ear is not too heavy and you cannot hear us. Father, your arm is not slack to where you will not respond. You hear us and you respond. So tonight in prayer, we ask that you would respond to us. That even as we pray, God, respond with revelation. As we pray, respond with revelation. As we pray, respond with revelation. And for that, we give you glory in the name of Jesus, God. We pray tonight, God. 
for every person that's sitting in the seat of the intercessor for a moment that does not know you. And God, we pray for them that they would come to know you. You said that it's your will that all men might be saved and that none should perish. So right now, God, we put initials in the comments. We put names in the comments. If you know how to tag somebody and, and you want to tag them, tag them. We pray for them, God, that they would come to you in the name of Jesus. And God, anything keeping them from you, that you would invade that, that you would interrupt that. John chapter 9 says, and no man comes to the Lord except the Spirit draw him. So I pray, God, that you would draw them unto yourself. <clears throat> Father, that if it's a relationship that's got to go, get it out of the way. If it's a friendship that's got to go, get it out of the way. If it's money that's impeding them or in the love of money that's impeding them, whatever you have to do, God, get it out of the way. If it's a substance, get it out of the way. If they're high off of their own supply, get it out of the way. If they're mad at you, God, tames that stony heart into a heart of flesh in the name of Jesus. And we pray, God, that they would be saved and serving, saved and serving, God. And we pray that it would happen quickly. We will not stop praying until we see everybody that we know saved. We will not stop praying until we see everybody. Your word says, that this gospel must be preached to the ends of the earth, and then the end shall come, the end of the age, not the end of the earth, the end of the age. Father, I pray that you would use us to preach the gospel, and let us preach it not just through speaking it, but let us preach it through doing it. The gospel is good news, God. Let us be those that carry good news everywhere we go. Let us be those that carry good news when we walk, when we talk, when we speak, when we interact, when we do business. Wherever we're at, let us be good news carriers. We will not stop until we see hell depopulated and heaven populated. And for that, we say thank you. We will not stop. We will not stop. We will not stop. We will not stop. Let's move. We sit in the seat of the intercept, or excuse me, of the making supplication. Father, we want to take a few moments before we ask for anything for ourselves. We want to pray for another believer. Would you tag another Christian that you're praying for? If you don't know how to tag them, just type their initials or type their name. God, we pray for every single prayer request that they have. Somebody type BKF for me. Somebody type Harvest Church for me. Father, we pray for, for every single person, uh, Father, whose names and initials are being released right now. If you're watching on a platform where you can't chat or you got it on your big screen, you say their names in the atmosphere. You speak their names in the atmosphere. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that every single individual, <clears throat> God, that we pray for now, God, we pray that their prayer requests become praise reports. We pray, God, that whatever petitions they have before you, God, we are their backup. We're their co-signer in the spirit. You said, if two or three touch agree on anything, it shall be done for them. Which means sometimes our petitions need a cosigner. Sometimes our requests need a cosigner. So God, right now we sit in the seat of making supplication with a cosigner for them. And we pray God, that whatever they need, you would supply it. That wherever they're weak, you give them strength. Wherever they need clarity, you give it to them. Wherever they need courage, you give it to them. Wherever they need things to turn around, you'd be the God of the turnaround. Overturn, overturn, and it shall not come again. In the name of Jesus, God, we pray Zechariah over their lives that says for every problem, you're going to give them two blessings. Father, we pray you give them double for their troubles. We pray that you would give them double for their trouble in the name of Jesus. And on according, of, according to our faith, be it unto them. Father, there is scripture that backs this up. There was a man, Father, that his friends lowered him to see you. His friends lowered them through the roof to see you. And you said, because of their faith, you were going to heal that man. That's Mark chapter 2. Because of their faith, you were going to move on that man's behalf. Because of their faith, you were going to do something. So God, if their faith is weak, look at ours. Come on here. If their faith is lacking, look at ours. If their faith is low, look at ours. And for that, we tell you thank you. We believe that they will have praise reports. We believe that they will have great testimonies of how you have moved in their lives. We believe that they will have great testimonies of how you have made things happen for them. In the name of Jesus, Mark 2, 5, he says, seeing their faith. Jesus said to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven. Seeing their faith, seeing their faith, seeing their faith. It wasn't his faith, it was their faith. So we activate Mark chapter 2. Come on here, y'all. 
Look at our faith for them. God, I pray that you don't let them suffer another loss. I pray, God, that you don't let them suffer another defeat. But I pray that especially in these last two months of this year, that they would see victory, victory, victory. That according to 2 Corinthians 2 and 14, you always, always, always lead us into triumph. So we speak triumph over trauma. We speak victory over being a victim. We speak wins over worry. We could declare that the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. And for that, we say thank you, God. You're the God of Isaiah that says you make a way out of no way. You make a way in the wilderness. Mm. You make a way in the wilderness. This means that there wasn't one, but you made one. You're a way maker. Be a way maker for them. Come on, y'all. Be a way maker for them. In the name of Jesus, you're the God that makes rivers in the desert, which means there wasn't one, but you made one. We pray, God, that you make one for them. Whatever they need, see our faith. See our faith. Look at how we're praying for them. God, for, even for those who haven't been praying, I hear you, Lord, that even haven't been praying for themselves because they've been weary. We pray for them. Come on, y'all. Let's go in for a few more minutes for somebody else. We pray for them in the name of Jesus. If you got more names to add, more initials to add, add them right now. If you got more names, more initials to speak into the atmosphere, speak them. If it's a business owner and they have a business, speak it. If they have a nonprofit, speak it. If they if they have a talent, a gift, or a skill, speak it. Because for just a few moments, we want God to see our faith on their behalf. In the name of Jesus, God, I make supplication right now for every single person watching prayer right now. In the name of Jesus, and I pray, God, that you see my faith for them. That, Father, that they would go, if they're not a six-figure earner, Father, take their income up because they're faithful givers. If they're already a six-figure earner, take them up to seven figures, God. Why? Because you bless them to be a blessing. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you would release what they need so that they can be everything you created them to be. Your word says, Father, that the kingdom isn't here or there, but it is in us, Luke 17, 21, which means, God, you've placed, Father, your kingdom on the inside of them. What does that mean? That's who you said they would be and what you said they could have. All of that is in them. I make supplication and pray that what's in them comes out of them. We were sent to the earth to manifest heaven around us, and I pray that it would be so. And God, as we sow prayer into somebody else, what does this mean? Father, that we're going to reap a harvest of that from somebody else. As we sow this into somebody else, we're going to reap a harvest from somebody else. And for that, we say thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Let's come up for breath, y'all. Everybody say amen right there. Everybody say amen right there. Y'all got these initials in here. Come on, keep putting them in. Keep putting them in. Keep putting them in. All right. Let me just teach you a couple of things. Number one, amen means I agree. So everything you say amen to, you're saying I agree. Let me teach you another word. Selah, S-E-L-A-H. Selah essentially, essentially means this. God, you said it. I believe it. That settles it. God, you said it. I believe it. That settles it. You can even make a little hand move out of it. God, you said it. I believe it. That settles it. That's essentially what a selah is. All right. I just want to teach you some words so that you understand when you're praying, um, words matter to God. Words are so important to God. It's a scripture you've heard me use a lot this year. It's a scripture you've heard me use a lot this year. Numbers 14, 28. God says, and I will do exactly what I heard you say. I will do more specifically, he says, what I heard you say. I will do that to you, which means God says, I am paying attention to what it is that you do. I am paying attention to what it is that you say. I am paying attention and your words matter. All right, notice we haven't prayed for ourselves yet because we're gonna hold that for just a moment. Do me a favor, whatever platform you're on, make sure once you like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. Whatever platform you're on, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. So listen, let me just say this real fast. If you miss yesterday's messages, wow, wow. Um, in Denver, yesterday morning, let me tell you something, all is well. The, the, the If the word blessed you yesterday, just put your response in the comments if the word blessed you yesterday. If it didn't bless you, don't say nothing. But if it blessed you, just put your response in the comments. It blessed me. And then last night in Atlanta, 
even though y'all better hear me, I, I, it's, I, what was, what happened in my voice yesterday, um, and uh, that you know, and I we pushed on through it, um, and most people couldn't even tell what was going on, uh, but there was something happening with my voice in the middle of the message yesterday. But we pressed on through that thing, and the Lord still met us and gave revelation in part two that we just didn't get in part one. So I encourage you yesterday. Look at both of them from the, um, the morning and the evening. Part one was in Denver. Part two was in Atlanta. It was amazing. How do you do that? Get our app, Text Harvest to 55498. All right. That's the best way to stay connected to Harvest. You can get our podcast, music, messages, so much more, upcoming events, all of that. I'm super excited. Um, um, December is going to be a very full month uh, for us. We got lots of great things that are coming up. There we go in the month of December. Thank you. And I know that it's going to be amazing. All right, let's go. You missed part one. Well, you got to check it out. And thank God for On Your Mate. So you can go back and you can watch that. All right, let's also celebrate, guys. Can y'all give me uh, who would have that number for me? What is the number of decisions? I need the latest number of decisions. Um, I think we're just shy. Yesterday, y'all, this is so amazing to me. Yesterday, just like it's been happening while we've been doing these interest services in Atlanta, every single week, people get saved everywhere in denver and atlanta and online everywhere people get saved the same thing happened yesterday um and it is absolutely amazing to see that i want to give you the latest number of decisions i'm just waiting to see it in the comments real fast the latest um, most updated number of decisions um so that we can celebrate this while we're waiting on that to come in i want to encourage you uh, to make sure um, that if you and i've already mentioned it but if you don't have the app get that app Text Harvest of, thank you, 2794. Thank you all. 2794. Y'all ready? We're six away from 2800. Father, I ask you, give us those six tonight. Give us those six. Black, white, tall, short, Hispanic, Asian, South African, whatever. Everybody's included. Nobody's excluded. Father, I pray, give us those six tonight. Father, you said that we can ask for the heathen. What does that mean? Your word says in Psalm 2, 8, that we can ask you for those that are unsaved as an inheritance. In other words, you said that we could pray for those that don't know you to come in as part of our inheritance. Because the only thing we can take with us, Lord, when we stand before you is not our 401k, it's not our IRA, and it's not our life insurance plan. It's not our car. It's not our mortgage. None of that. The only thing we can take before you are the lives of the people that were transformed because of our influence. So in Jesus' name, I pray, God, that you give us those six tonight. Can you just release that word in the comments? Tonight, 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 tonight. And exceed it in Jesus' name. All right? Uh, I see somebody said no comment. April says no sound. April, I think that, again, <laughs> I think that might be your device. You got to. Turn up your sound, because I think I think we're good. I think that might just be yours. All right. And guys, let me just say this. Technology's been tripping lately. Wait a minute. If your technology has been tripping lately, your phone been tripping, your iPad been tripping, your computer's been tripping. Technology has just been all over the place lately. And so uh, recognize that sometimes that happens. And so um, just be mindful of that. All right, let's go. So yesterday's message is called All Is Well. All is well. And the Lord told me for tonight that we're to go through a few things that was in that message yesterday to cover that in prayer. Last week, we focused all of our pop-ups and all of our prayer on, on attacking the attack. This week, we're going to focus um, tonight in prayer, and the majority of our pop-ups this week are going to focus on this thought that all is well. All is well. Speak that out of your mouth and say it in the, and type it in the comments. All is well. All is well. And I said that message was all in my Kool-Aid. What's the flavor, y'all? Red. That's the joke. Because red is a color, not a flavor. That's the joke. All right. Listen, all is well. 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 I just want to start by praying over this phrase. All. You ready? <laughs> that means everything. That means everything. This means everything. Right? God is not a God. Hear me clearly. He is not a God that half does anything. He is a God that makes all well. 
Father, we pray that for ourselves. Now we're shifting into prayer. We sat in the seat of the intercessor. We sat in the seat of making supplication. Now we're moving into the seat of prayer, which means to ask. This is for us. Father, we declare that all is well, God. All means everything. Our decree, our confession, our belief is that all is well. We reject, we renounce, and we rebuke any report contrary to all being well. This means everything. Come on, y'all. We're about to go in. We declare that we are well in our fitness. Father, we are not those that have to live. Y'all ready? I hear the Lord loud and clear. We are not those that have to live on pills. We are not those that have to live on medications. And you say, Mr. But I am. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. But all is about to be well. Because you're about to have a physical in 24. And there's four of you. You're about to have a physical. You've got one scheduled between now and the end of this year. Well, what you are on, they're about to pull you off. I hear the Lord loud and clear. Father, we pray over our fitness and over our health. We declare that all is well. We are not those that have to use medication to live. We are not those that have to use pills to live. We are not those that have to use anything to subsidize or to anesthetize life. We are those where we are 100% healthy and 100% healed from the top of our body. There's one of the physicals right there. From the top of our body, the top of our head, to the soles of our feet. We are those where every cell is well. Every blood vessel is well. Every muscle is well. Every organ is well. Every nerve is well. Every bodily function is well. Our minds are well. We are those who have a better memory now than we've ever had. We are those that, according to your word, that we you renew our youth like the eagle. You renew our youth like the eagle. That's Psalm 103 and 5, which means as we age, we actually look younger. As we age, we actually have more energy. Come on. As we age, we actually produce more. We are not those that look the age that we are. Y'all better come on here. We are those that look much younger in the name of Jesus. Why? Because all is well. We cover our bodies. We cover our fitness. We are not those that are out of breath. Come on. We are not those that don't have stamina. We are not those that do not have fitness and fortitude. I pray, God, that for those that do not like eating healthy, God, come on, I hear the Lord loud and clear. Father, in Jesus' name, change our appetites. Let us eat to live and not live to eat. I hear the Lord loud and clear. Let us eat to live and not live to eat. Let us eat foods that are going to nourish our body, change our taste so that those, I hear you, that don't like water, oh my God, Father, I pray that those that don't like water change their taste to where they like it, Father, because it is water that brings life. I pray from the top of our head to the soles of our feet that we are those um, that we eat well and we are those that are physically fit. Y'all come on and pray with me. We are not those that fit in the category of obese. We are not those that fit in the category of overweight. We are not those that fit in the category of diabetic. Y'all pray with me. We are not those that fit in any negative category, but we declare from the tops of our heads to the soles of our feet that we are 100% healthy and we are 100% healed in Jesus' name. All is well. I pray, God, that every disease that was in the bloodline, Father, that it doesn't touch us. It doesn't touch us. Every person where there's been some diseases that have taken out members of your family, can you just put this in the comments? It won't touch me. It won't touch me. And if you know the name of it, put it in the comments. It won't touch me. Breast cancer will not touch you. Diabetes will not touch you. It will not touch you. It will not, ovarian cancer. It will not, there's a woman over here. It will not touch you. 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 Father, we decree and declare that the blood of Jesus covers us and then it's applying at the doorpost of our lives. And because we're healthy and healed, healthy means that nothing goes wrong. Healed means if something does go wrong, that we're healed from it. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray. God, I pray that you give us a desire to be healthy. Give us a desire to, uh-oh, you ready? Give us a desire to work out. Give us a desire to walk. Give us a desire to jog. Give us a desire to exercise. Give us a desire to be healthy. Change our taste so that we reach for what we need. Change our desire so that we reach for what we need. And for that, we say thank you. You said that all 
is well. You said that all is well. So all in our fitness and our bodies as well. Father, we pray over our finances. Father, we declare that all is well in our finances. This means that lack is not our portion. We do not lack in any way, shape, form, or fashion. We declare that we have multiple streams of income. We declare that every month, every every month we are increasing. We declare that year over year we are increasing, and we increase in both revenue and profitability. We increase in what we bring in. We increase in what we keep. We increase in what we bring in. We increase in what we stack. We increase in what comes in, and we increase in what we hold on to. In the name of Jesus, God, there's only one way to see financial breakthrough, and that's through sowing. You can't pray a breakthrough in. You have to sow it in. You can't fast the financial breakthrough in. You have to sow it in. Luke 6, 38, give and it shall be given. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. God, make us cheerful givers. Come on here. Make us joyful givers, God. And let us see the results of our seed. Let us see the results of our seed. In the name of Jesus, I come against bills unexpected. I pray Deuteronomy 15, cancel debts. Now this we can pray for. Cancel debts. In the name of Jesus, cancel debts, cancel debts, cancel debts, even debts that are legitimately owed, cancel them. This is your word. You said, Lord, at the end of every seven years, there shall be a release of debts. We are still in a jubilee year. And I pray that debts that are owed, both valid and invalid, between now and the end of this year, God, we declare that you will show us cancellation. Let that y'all want to go up in prayer. If you want to go up, say go, Bishop, go, Bishop. I hear the Lord loud and clear. God, let the computer system lose the information. Father, let the let the person that's processing it put a zero where they were supposed to be a number. Let them say release where they were supposed to say retain. Father, in the name of Jesus, you said that the heart of kings is in your hand, which means that the heart of kings are in your hand. That certainly means the heart of a person working at a bank is in your hand. That certainly means that the heart of a person working at a corporation is in your hand. That certainly means that the heart of an individual at a financial institution is in your hand. And since their hearts are in your hand, turn their hearts toward us. I pray that when they see our names, that they would not attach death. I pray, Father, that I hear you, that loans would be forgiven that they said would not be forgiven. Let's go. That loans would be forgiven that they said would not be forgiven. In Jesus' name, I can't tell, but that, there's a comment that literally was going to the next thing I was praying for. I pray for a cancellation of tax debts, Father, that are owed legitimately or, or, or illegitimately, God, where there's been a miscalculation or there's been some misunderstanding. I pray that you would cancel debts. You said that you're the God that does it. You said you're the God that does it. You said you're the God that does it. You said you're the God that does it. So do it for us now. In Jesus' name, God, I pray that our credit is impeccable, that all of our credit scores, Experian, uh, uh, Transusion, and Equifax, that they all begin with an eight. Please drop an eight in the comments. 720 is cute, but 815 is better. 780 is great, but 850 is the top. Father, we pray that we will always be at the top according to Deuteronomy 30 19 and never at the bottom, that we'd always be at the top. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We thank you that our finances reflect your kingdom. That our finances, or just Deuteronomy 28 and 13, excuse me, that our finances would reflect your kingdom. That you bless us to be a blessing. That you bless us to be a blessing. That you bless us to be a blessing. We tell you, God, we are rivers, not reservoirs. You can get resources through us, which means you can get resources to us. God, wherever, I hear you, wherever we have mismanaged money, forgive us. Wherever we have mismanaged resources, forgive us. Wherever we have misspent, forgive us. Wherever we have misappropriated, forgive us. Wherever we have not acted in integrity financially, forgive us. Wherever we've not done right financially, forgive us. In the name of Jesus, the Father, that was then, and this is now. Father, forgive us for not planning for the future. I pray, let's go, y'all, that because all is well, we would have the right insurances that we need. Let's go. That we would have the right coverages that we need on our automobiles, on our homes, on our personal property, on our lives, over everything that we need. Let us have the right coverages, and God, let us have coverages that we're not overpaying for. I rebuke overpaying for anything. Oh my God. I rebuke overpaying for anything. I rebuke overpaying for anything. I hear you, Lord. I even pray now in Jesus' name 
that we would not be uh, bamboozled or hoodwinked or we would not be taken advantage of, that we would always good, good deals. Y'all pray with me. And we would always good, good deals in the name of Jesus, that we would never, ever overpay for something, that we would never, ever uh, have a deal where we look back and regret it. God, you are not a God of regret. Y'all pray with me. You, we are not a God of regret. You're not a God that puts us in a place of weeping and gnashing of teeth, which means that there's regret. I pray for every business owner that you would have staff and team members that add to your business and don't take from your business. People that are producing revenue and they're costing you revenue. People that are increasing you and not decreasing you. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God, that you would even put people around us that help improve our net worth. Our network determines our net worth. God, put us around people that represent the next level of finances that we're going to. Let us sit at the tables with people that represent the next level of finances that we're going to. Now, for every person that's a thousand there, put them around some hundred thousand there. The hundred thousand there, put them around some millionaires. The millionaires, put them around some billionaires. In the name of Jesus, not for our glory, not for us to bask, but for us to say God did it for us. And you are the God that you said in Isaiah 48 and 17 that you always cause us to prosper. You're the God that teaches us to profit and to prosper. You're the God that teaches us to profit and to prosper. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray that the earth would yield what belongs to us. I pray for every refund that we didn't know about, let it find us. For every account we forgot we had years ago, let it find us. I pray for every recall and every rebate and every settlement that we did not even know we were part of it. I hear the Lord loud and clear. For every class action settlement where there's money that's being paid out that you didn't even know you were part of a class action. I pray in Jesus' name that the earth would yield what belongs to us. The earth would yield what belongs to us. The earth would yield what belongs to us, which means that money will come track us down. It means that checks will come track us down. It means that favor will come track us down. We don't have to worry uh, uh, about uh, someone taking advantage of us because the earth will always yield what belongs to earth, to us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, y'all. Let's come up for prayer. Say, yes, Lord. Let's come up for breath. Excuse me. Say, yes, Lord. I can keep going. We're going back in on this. We're going back in on this, but let's keep going. 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 We're, there's a scripture. Um, and there's a, uh, something you often hear me say, let the earth yield what belongs to us. That's Psalm 67 and 6. That's Psalm 67 and 6, that the earth would yield what belongs to us. All right. What does that mean? Yield. Give me what's mine. Give me what belongs to me. Give me what belongs to me. Do me a favor. Every platform, make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. TikTok, tap the screen to share. Every other platform, uh, Instagram, use the little triangle at the bottom. You send it to people. Don't send it to me. I know I'm live. Send it to somebody else. Facebook and LinkedIn and every other platform, you make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. We're going to come back in on this finance thing. Um, so <clears throat> last week, I was talking with a pastor. And I just want to give you a quick testimony. I was talking with this pastor. Um, he and I were sitting down, and I've told this story before, um, but now there's another testimony to it. I told part of the story before, now there's another testimony to it. And uh, maybe a year and a half or so ago, uh, we, we were together and, um, and uh, we were having lunch. I knew he was going, listen to me carefully, I knew he was going through a tough financial time. And I knew that he'd gone through some transitions, and I knew he was going through a tough financial time. And when it time time to pay, he was like, oh, no, Bishop, I got to sow into you, I got to sow into you. And here's what I said to him, listen very carefully. I said, listen. I, uh, I said, I want to be very direct with you. And it wasn't like it was no super expensive meal. I said, I want to be very direct with you. I said, I know what's happening in your, in your finances right now. I said, so I don't want you to think I don't know that. I said, but if I don't give you this opportunity to sow into me, listen to me carefully. I said, if I don't give you this opportunity to release your seed and to sow, I said, then what you have in your hand is all you're going to have. I said, instead, here's what I'm going to pray. I said, I'm going to pray that the same grace that's on me, because you've sown into me, I said, I'm going to pray that that same grace is on you. And he, he's always sending a seed. He's always sending a seed, always sending a seed. So since summer, if I listen to this testimony, since summer, this is another man of God, another pastor. Since summer, he said, I said, what's going on? 
He said, man, he said, ever since I sold it to you, he said, this is crazy. I said, I told you. I said, whenever I say the same grace, I said, got to listen to the words. I said, whenever I pray that the same grace that's on me gets on you, I said, you better be ready. I said, you better get yourself ready. And since the summer, it, he, what, what was that? The, so since summer, everybody listen to this testimony. We're going to give God praise for this man of God. He'll tell his own story. I'll let him tell his own story soon. Um, uh, and I'll introduce you to him and let him tell his own story soon. Um, but since summer, starting summer, when he sold that, um, when he sold that again, since summer, he's had an increase of six times what he normally does a month, every single month. I need you to put a praise in the comments. Act like that's your, your income uh, multiplying by six every month. And, 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 let me, and let me tell you something. So he began to do that. Six times he said, this is crazy. I said, but I told you. I said, whenever I say same grace that's on me gets on you. I said, that's the time to put some seed in the ground. So he sold that and he began to see things turn around. So um, as he was doing all of that, he's, he got, he, you know, rebuilding and doing a lot of different things. And so he had a situation come up a couple of weeks ago or about a, um, week, and a half, or about a week ago, about a week ago. And a situation come up and a large bill came. Just put this in the comments, large bill. I'm telling you this testimony to encourage some of you because you're going to go back in and pray over your finances. But I need you to know that God is a respecter of principles, not persons. He's a respecter of principles, not persons. He respects rank. He does respect rank, but he respects principles, not persons. Okay? A large bill came. He got a large bill. And so he was like, um, now he only, he didn't tell me when that came. Um, uh, and so what did he do? He sold again. He sold again. He got a bill and he sold. That seems crazy, right? But see, that's how we work. You can't listen to me, everybody. You cannot pray in a financial breakthrough. You can only sow one in. You can't pray that in. There's no scripture that, that you can pray that in. Not for financial breakthrough. You can pray the earth yield, but it belongs to you. You can pray, um, the debts are canceled. Those things can be prayed, but there's only one way to get a return financially. So he sold. And so in doing that, um, he had this big bill come in. And he was like, okay, well, this big bill came. I'm gonna have to, you know, save up a little bit for that because this big bill came. He called me, um, what was it, Thursday, either Thursday or Friday. He said, Bishop. I said, you got another praise report, don't you? He said, you're not gonna believe this. I said, I promise you I will. I said, but let's go. He said, had this big bill come up unexpectedly. He said, and I was like, well, I'm gonna, you know, that was kind of, you know, unexpected. I'm going to have to save up for this, this, and this, this. He said, the same time I got the bill, God had someone. You ready? God had someone that I went to do something for, listen carefully, for free. Put free in the comments. He said, I did something for them at no cost. I didn't ask for anything. I didn't do anything. He said, I just did something for them. He said, a week and a half later, y'all listen to me, and we're going to praise God. The same amount of that big bill is the same amount that person said, the Holy Ghost said, just to send to you. I'm waiting on your praise in the comments. I'm waiting on your praise in the comments. Because here's what I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray that God is about to raise up some people that are about to be your benefactors. He called me and he said, I got that foreman anointing now. He said, I got that bishop foreman anointing now. I said, I said, I said it ain't no talk, is it? I said, it ain't no talk, is it? I said, I paid a price for that anointing. I said, I paid a price for that grace. I said, I paid a price for that. I said, but I got it. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would raise up benefactors. What's that? That's a person that pays for stuff. Oh my God. I pray that you would raise up benefactors. These are people who are financial, uh, like angel investors, but they're not investing because they want to return. It's a person who gives to help a person or a cause. And I pray that God would raise up benefactors for you. He raised up benefactors for you. There's two business owners on here right now. And you've been praying for customers, which is good. But I heard the Lord say, he's going to send you a benefactor. You're going to do what you do, but you're going to do it so well for somebody. They're going to say, I know this is not what you charge, but this is what I'm giving you. 
If you're a business owner, I need you to release a praise in the comments right there. I pray not that you would send benefactors to bless us. You would send benefactors to bless us. And we thank you for that now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody put a praise right there. Everybody put a praise right there. Do me a favor. We're almost done. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. And share this video. Let me give you, um, let me give you a scripture that shows you um, from uh, that shows you what a benefactor looks like. So in Luke chapter eight, and Luke, y'all know I got scripture to support everything. Let me be very clear. Y'all know I got scripture to support everything. Anything Bishop Foreman's gonna say, I got Bible to back it up. I don't just get on here and say stuff. Oh, I see the walls turning to green before you. I, mm, I'm gonna have some scripture to back it up, right? Because the only thing that God will back up is what he said. It's his word. That's the only thing he's gonna back up. It's the only thing he's gonna back up. He says, heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle will pass away of his word. <laughs> you better type this in. Oh, I'll be typing. Oh, I'll be typing. All right, you ready? Luke 8 and 3. Listen to this. It says, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's business manager, okay? Herod's the king. Herod's business manager, okay? Which means, like, is, 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 is uh, you know, the person who run, runs the money, runs the administration. Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's business manager, Susanna, and many others were contributing from their own resources to support Jesus and his disciples, did you hear what I just said? As you did you hear what I just said? The Lord made these people. Let me give you GWT. Um, Joanna, whose husband Chusa was Herod's administrator, Susanna, and many other women, they provided financial support for Jesus and his disciples. Somebody type this in the comments. That's Bible. That's Bible. That's Bible. That's Bible. That's Bible. Pay attention. Let me go here. Let's go here. Let's go here. Let's go here. For Jesus, because sometimes people say, um, you know, uh, even when it comes to church, sometimes people say it's more women than men. Um, sometimes anything, people say it's more women than men. Everybody listen to me. Let me just go here real quick. Let's just digress for just a second. Um, fellas, stay with me. Women, stay with me for just a second. Notice that all of Jesus, the Christ, God Almighty, his benefactors were who? Women. Women. Y'all better hit me. Which means God had to empower women to do well so that they would be able to be benefactors. Now, can I take this deeper in prayer? Who provided? Who provided? Who provided? Listen to me carefully. Who provided for Elijah, a widow woman? Somebody put that Bible in the comments. That's Bible in the comments. That's Bible. So why do we see this heavy emphasis um, in these two examples of women acting as benefactors? Everybody listen to me. It's because women, listen carefully, in Genesis, and we're going to cover this in prayer, and then we got to move on. All is well. That's what we're focusing on. Women, you are the enemy to the enemy. Listen to me carefully. You are the enemy to the enemy. Fellas, we are too, but there's a special, there's a special hatred between women and the devil. There's a special hatred. What happens in Genesis? The scripture says in Genesis, and I'm gonna, you know me, I'm gonna read it to you. Let's go to Genesis. In Genesis chapter number uh, three. <clears throat> Let's go Genesis three. And here's what the scripture says. Um, let's go. Uh, Genesis 3.15. And I will cause hostility, New King James says, enmity between you and the woman. This is God speaking to the serpent. So he tells the enemy, I'm going to put hatred and hostility between you and the woman. Watch me. Between her offspring and your offspring, they'll strike your head and you'll strike his heel. So watch me. The reason... For every woman that's listening to me right now, if ever you find yourself in a tight financial place, you got to hear me. You need to, you got to rise up and say, oh, no, because I'm blessed to be a benefactor. There is a hatred 
between women and the devil that is different than it is even between a man and the devil. This is why when you look at church, it's more women than men. Because let me help you. Let me help you. But that's every area of society. What's more at parent-teacher conferences? Women. What, what, who's in the stores? Women. Who are the commercials marketed to? Women. Oh, I need every woman to just put, I'm blessed to be a benefactor. Fellas, I need you to, I need you to put this in the comments. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Right? I'm blessed to be a blessing. I just needed to go there real fast because I wanted you to see that. Because do not think that because you're a woman that somehow you, you, you are not equipped to be a benefactor. You're going to write the biggest checks. You're going to give the biggest tithes and offerings. Y'all better come over here. You're going to be the biggest benefactors. When Jesus the Christ, God Almighty, was on the earth, do you want to know who his biggest supporters were? Those women I just read from you. Those women I just read for you out of Luke chapter 8. Those were his biggest supporters. Those were his biggest supporters. So much so the Bible mentions them. Let's go. Let's push. Father, we thank you that in our finances, there, are, there is no lack, that we always live in abundance, and that we always live in overflow because we are faithful givers. I pray for every person tonight, God, where they're not. Turn their hearts so that they be a faithful giver. You give seed to sowers not to stingy. God, lock that in us. Let us be givers and not just of money, but let us be free, cheerful givers. When you are a giver, you never, ever will stay stuck in a gutter. When you are a giver, you will never, ever stay stuck in a low place. Because as long as we have seed in the ground, we always have a harvest on the way. Lock that in us, God. Don't let us be stingy. Don't let disappointing experiences with people cause us to be stingy. Let us freely give financially. Let us freely give love. Let us freely give friendship. Let us freely give uh, 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 loyalty. Let us give because you give seed to sores. You give seed to sores. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, everybody release the praise right there. It's 7.50. Wow. 9.50 on the East Coast. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Has prayer been blessing you tonight? We covered finances. We covered fitness. Okay? Because what are we praying over tonight? All is well. We covered finances. We covered fitness. Last area that I want to cover before we go, um, I like I like to alliterate. So like faith, finances, fitness, future, family. Last uh, area that I want to cover is your faith. Is your faith. All is well in your faith. That'll be the last one we cover tonight. All is well in your faith. All is well in your faith. So if you saw yesterday's word or you were in person in Denver or Atlanta, if you saw that, then you understand um, that there was this woman in 2 Kings chapter 4. She's known as the Shunammite woman. She's known as the Shunammite woman. She's known as the Shunammite woman. Dennis, I see your prayer. We're going to cover that. We're going to cover that in Jesus' name. She's known as the Shunammite woman. The Bible never tells us her name. It just tells us where she's from. And I simply want to pray over. I simply want to pray over tonight what Shunammite means. Why does the Bible tell us she's the Shunammite woman and never gives us her name because her name doesn't matter, which means you can put yourself in that situation. Say, this is my chapter. This is my chapter. Number two, why does the Bible not tell us her name? Because it wants to emphasize where she's from and what that means so that you only focus on that. So here's what we're going to pray, that all is well in your faith. Here's the story. If you missed yesterday's word, you got to go check it out. Here's the story. She's a wealthy woman. She, again, here she is, a benefactor. Here, here it is again. Here it is again. She's a wealthy woman. Uh, and fellas, don't take that to mean that you're not supposed to be. I, I just, just wanted to focus on that in, in the context of that. She's a wealthy woman. Her and her husband um, take care of some of the needs of the man of God, Elisha. The Lord, literally, he was going back and forth. He would, he would eat there. And so she was like, let us build a man of God. Let us build a room so whenever he comes here, he's got everything that he needs. She meets a need. Here she is again, a benefactor. She's a blessing. Everybody look at me. Elisha never played, prayed for that. She provided that. I heard you, Lord. 
because of your faithfulness, God is about to have you be provided with what you didn't even pray for. Say yes, Lord, right there. You're going to be provided with what you didn't even pray for. You will be provided with what you didn't even pray for. So she meets the needs of, of Elisha, the man of God. He says, well, what can I do for you? Because watch me. He gives seed to the sower, seed to the sower. So when she released that seed, so that watch me, watch God reverse that. So what do you want? She's like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. He says, hmm, Gehazi, that's the servant. Does she have a son? No, sir. He says to the woman, by this time next year, you're going to hold a son. She says to him, oh, please, my Lord. She says, do not play with me. She said, I'm good. Like, I've learned to live without a son. So don't play with me. Like, I don't want to get my hopes up and this not happen. But by that time next year, she had a son. Now, I said this on, uh, on, on Sunday, but I need you to catch it. If she had the child a year later, like 12 months, if she had the child a year later, um, you know, when we were coming up, they told us it was nine months to birth a child. But now, through modern technology, it's more like 10 months. So 10 months from conception to birthing. You ready for this? Which means that she would have gotten pregnant within that two-month period of time so that by the next 12 months, she was producing that child. How many months are left in this year? Drop a two in the comments. I pray that God would release over these next two months something miraculous for you so that by this time next year, you'd be holding the keys. By this time next year, you'd be driving in it, you'd be living in it, you'd be speaking to it, you'd be holding it, you'd be sitting in it. By this time next year, let's go. The Bible makes this declaration. Give me a favor, share wherever you're at. We're almost done. Bible makes this declaration um, that one day, uh, he's a child, he's not a baby anymore, so a few years have passed. Child comes in, she's got this headache, he dies. He dies in her lap. She goes to the man of God, and on the way to the man of God, her husband says, why are you going to see him? She says, all is well. I want you to listen to me. She never spoke negative. Look at me. She never even reported the situation because sometimes, listen to me carefully, the enemy wants you to talk about it so that you give it life. He wants you to talk about it so that you kill it with your own mouth. Father, show us what we need to shut up about so that all is always well in every area of our lives. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Right? Then, when she gets to the man of God, he says to his servant, hey, go ask us, everything is all well with you, is all well with the child, is all well with your husband. Do you know what she says? She says, all is well. Look at this. Twice in the story, she's called the Shunammite woman. Twice in the story, she says, all is well. So she gets exactly what she says. She never speaks negative. God, all is well in our faith. All is well in our faith. All is well in our faith. I pray that we would only speak all is well, even if it looks like it's going to hell. I pray that we would only declare that all is well, even if it looks like it is not. Let our faith be strengthened. We walk by faith and not by sight. We know that we are a people of faith and God honors faith and faith honors God. In Jesus' name, to say all is well right there. Listen, y'all, we're out of time. There's other areas <clears throat> that I want to pray about, but we're out of time. So what do we do? We do daily pop-ups. We're going to keep doing those for a while. And uh, and so tomorrow, we'll do a daily pop-up. You text Harvest to 55498. And so you can get our app, and uh, you'll get a notification when we go live. Last two things I want to do. Three, last three things I want to do. Number one, if you haven't shared this, make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. Number two, if prayer bless you, I want to encourage you to sow into prayer tonight. Always bless what blesses you. And we're going to go to Luke 6.38. So 38 is going to be our seed for Luke 6.38. Given it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Because we spend a lot of time praying over finance. I need you to hear me. All is well in your finances. Money is not going to be your issue. I was speaking certain things before I ever experienced certain things. 
and I'd speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it. I was speaking my credit scores with certain things when they weren't certain things. I spoke it, spoke it, spoke it, spoke it. I was speaking that I would be certain things, and I spoke it, spoke it, spoke it, spoke it, spoke it. We are speaking spirits. You're going to have to make that declaration all as well. I didn't even know, and I've been doing this. Sometimes people would call and they say, how's everything? And I would ha I could have a lot of things I could talk about that you know would be valid things to talk about. Valid challenges, valid issues. But you know what I would always say? All is well. And the Lord just gave me the revelation of that when I was preaching this. He said, son, you were literally using the principle of faith that this Shunammite woman made. And I didn't even get to pray over what Shunammite meant, but you were you were using the principle of faith all as well. So if you're going to solve 38, you said, Bishop, I don't have 38. Get as close as you can to it. Now, maybe you want to do more than that. Do more than that. Whatever you sow, put a three and an eight in it. So maybe do $50.38, $100.38, $83, whatever. Or maybe just do 38. Father, I pray that you'd see our seed, receive our seed, and honor our seed tonight, God. We declare that all is well. All is well in every area of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. How can you sow that? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, GiveLify, that's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church, uh, or of course, you can just go to harvestchurch.church, all right? I know I talk fast, so I'm going to give it to you again. Cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, GiveLify, all of that's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. And then over here on uh -oh, over here on IG, you can also use the badges to sew too. And TikTok has something you can use to give too. I just don't know what it's called, but they have something you can use to give. All right. In addition to that, um, and I'll give you the giving information again. Last but not least, if you're on here tonight, you're not a Christian, this is your moment. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful, this is your moment. Thirdly, but like Bishop Foreman, I do not know where things stand with God. I want to be sure tonight, wherever you are at, this is your moment. This is your time. Do not miss it. When I count to three, you use the hand wave emoji or you say it's me. One, two, three. Where are we at? Respond right now. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. If you're already saved, you know what I need you doing right now, praying. Praying that scales fall off our eyes, scales fall off our ears, that the enemy doesn't try to punk anybody or make them think that they, they've messed up too big. There's one. Or they've messed up too much, that God won't love them. God loves you with an unconditional love. There's two. Everybody's included. Nobody's excluded. Well, Bishop, you don't know my background. It doesn't matter. You don't know what I'm struggling with. It doesn't matter. When Jesus shed his blood, there's three. His blood was good enough for you and me. 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. There's four. And that body, when it got on that cross, it, it literally, Jesus lived a perfect life. And he was crucified. He paid the price for our sins so that we would not have to. He died for it so we don't have to die from him. And all we have to do is receive him. There's five. As Lord and Savior. What does that mean? God, I give you my life. You died for me, so I give you my life. You, you, you made a way for me. I give you my life. This does not mean that you're going to be perfect. This does not mean you're not going to have some struggles. This is not going to mean you're not going to go through some peaks and some valleys. It just means that God will be with you and that everything that happens in your life from this day forward will have a purpose. Everything that happens in your life from this day forward will have a plan. I see you on Facebook. There's six. There's six. There's more. There's more that you need to respond. Do that hand with the emoji or say it's me wherever you're at. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure tonight is your night. Tonight is your night. Tonight is your night. Tonight is your night. Wherever you are at, there's at least another. There's at least one more. There's at least one more. God is not mad at you. I just feel like God is mad at me. He's not. You know, I know. There's another. There's eight. Because I see seven over here. I must have missed one. There's eight right there. <clears throat> He's not. Look at me. If God wanted you out of the earth, you would be gone. You would be gone. What's the name of this seed? All is well. Blessed and strength on YouTube. All is well. All is well. Everybody pray this prayer with me. You can keep responding. Do the hand of emoji or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian, we commit yourself to the Lord. We'll be sure. But everybody pray this with me. I want everybody to see the miracle that just happened. I want everybody to see the miracle that just happened. You saw God do it. We prayed for six. What did he do? Exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. To God be the glory. Over 2,800 people this year alone have given their lives to the Lord or recommitted themselves to the Lord this year. My God. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, I'll give you the cash app in just one second. It's pinned though too. Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, 
Thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. All is well. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, guys, if you just prayed that prayer, recommitted yourself to the Lord, or you're now sure, I just need you to do one thing. Text Harvest to 55498. It's at the bottom of the screen. YouTube, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, our app, website, all of that. TikTok, IG, it's pinned. You're going to text Harvest to 55498. Enter the option for salvation. When you do that, we're going to shoot your text to walk you through what to do next. Hear my heart. Giving your life to the Lord is great, but this is the beginning. This isn't the end. If salvation was the goal, then once you're saved, then you can die. Salvation is not the goal. That's okay if you didn't put all as well. That's okay. Just speak it. <clears throat> if you send it to cash out, just speak it. Salvation's not the end. It's the beginning. So let me walk you through that process of what to do next. And you're not alone in that process. That I can tell you, all right? And that's why I want you to get our app. Why? There's just so many great resources that are in there to walk you through that process. And I literally will teach you the five next steps. What do you do once you've given your life to the Lord or recommitted yourself to him? All right. I love you. I know, Ray, in that. But listen, to God be the glory for that. To God be the glory for that. I'm, I'm amazed. That's amazing. But um, God is good. It's the beginning. It is not the end. Just downloaded the app. Welcome to the app family. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night tonight. I'll update you with our schedule over the next couple of weeks. And uh, <clears throat> for the first time in 17 years, I'm going to take a couple of days um, over the next couple of weeks. But I'll still be with you. Um, but I'll tell you more about our schedule coming up. We're in a live Bible study being Denver and, of course, online. I'll tell you about our schedule coming up. And uh, we got a pop-up tomorrow, so I'll see you tomorrow. Again, how do you sew? Use the cash app. Dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two. PayPal, Bidmo, Zell, Givelify. That's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. You can give that way. Or just go to harvestchurch.church, tap give, and you can see a variety of giving ways. Like I use text to give. That's the way I used to give. And you can text them out to 84321 in a harvest church. And when you see, it's up, well, it's gone now. But when you see that harvest V, it'll be up there in a minute. When you see that V, that's where you want to be. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom to you. Love you. See you TikTok. Love you guys right there. Shalom to you. Love you guys. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.